Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Here we are getting drunk festivally. Drinking a lot and doing some shots. Dark rum and white wine, Prosecco is fun. Now the the drunk drunk Christmas Christmas has has begun. begun. Watching a movie that's chosen by you. Flo, come on, stay awake. Pour in some Jägermeister into my gin. Happy drunk Christmas! to Why This Film's Drunk Christmas. I'm your host, Emily Slade, and joining me is the fabulously festive Flo. Merry Christmas! (laughs) (laughs) So this holiday season, as voted for by you, we're making our way through five Christmas genres. Action, horror, children, never before seen, and classic. I think you'll agree that's all the genres. All of them. So today is children's and from the choices of barbie a perfect christmas a swan princess christmas beauty and the beast the enchanted christmas and shrek the halls you're making us watch shrek the halls how do we feel about this choice? a great a bold choice um it's the only one of those that i've seen uh, <laughs> and i love it so yeah i'm up for it Fair. I I kind of expected it because we all know how this entire globe is obsessed with Shrek. But um, I was I have to say I was disappointed in how like basic the choice was. It's like all right, okay. I've never seen it to be fair. So yeah, you can't really talk <laughs> shit if you haven't seen it, have you? <laughs> this might be your new favorite movie short ever. <laughs> My new favorite festive. Move aside the snowman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> The snow dog, fuck off. It's about Shrek the Halls. (laughs) Um, I was super disappointed because it's a swan princess Christmas, which sounds so wonderfully terrible, was right there. Mm. And you were all like, it's too bold. It's too too far removed from what I know. Or I don't know what you're thinking was general public uh, on Twitter and Patreon, but... um, I get it, I get I get it, I get it. As a fan, I like hearing about stuff that I've already seen, and I suspect more people have seen this one, so maybe that's what it is. That is a very good point, that's a very good point, because yeah, if you wanted to be in the know, you would then have to drag yourself through a Swan Princess Christmas, which you perhaps wouldn't want to, which again, is completely understandable. So, the rules of the game are fairly simple this week, uh, what with the movie being so short, and I'm guessing uneventful, we'll see. Um, so at the moment we drink every time someone says Christmas, and you finish your drink when it's over. <laughs> oh, that's very simplistic. Um, yes. Can I suggest some more? Yes. <laughs> drink when they say ogre. Mm. Drink when donkey names a food item. Um, drink I'm trying to remember what happens drink when you're like at Puss in Boots (laughs) drink when at Puss in Boots and maybe we can drink when like someone does something that harms Shrek somehow (laughs) when Shrek is harmed (laughs) physically harmed physically harmed not just emotionally I imagine he's going to be fairly emotionally harmed because I don't think, uh, from what I recall of the sequels, marriage life doesn't particularly suit him and he spends a lot of the the main movies being like, this sucks! And then at the end being like, I guess it's not I've learned a valuable lesson. It doesn't suck. (laughs) That I will forget by next summer. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I mean, Shrek. What is there to say? I worked at Shrek's Adventure London. I think that's really... It's put you against it, man. Shrek is brilliant. (laughs) Shrek 2's even better. Shrek 3 was pretty good. Shrek 4 wasn't great. Um, But this one, I believe, is set before Shrek 4. So we don't need to worry about that. Interesting. That is an excellent point where I should get the IMDb breakdown up (laughs) and let myself 
And the listeners. I don't want you to spoil it for yourself, though. (gasps) I know. It's funny, isn't it? Maybe I shouldn't. I'll go back afterwards and, like, put it in and be like, post-movie, IMDb breakdown. (laughs) Yeah. Or I can Um, read it if you like. (laughs) To you. That's that's spoiling it again. (laughs) Um, Nah, it's cool. It's Shrek the Halls. I assume Shrek gets up to some festive mishaps with probably children because I, I think it's done by the the animation studio that does the like Shrek TV. So I also imagine that the cast is not going to necessarily be Cameron Diaz and instead is going to be like the woman that does Cameron Diaz when you can't afford Cameron Diaz. I think you're wrong. <laughs> oh! I'm going to need to Google this real quick, but I'm pretty sure... Yeah, That is exciting. It's got Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz and Antonio Banderas in it. They did oh. not go cheap on this. They knew that this was going to be a festive favourite that people were going to whack out on an annual basis. So they they put the investment in. That's what you want to do, really, as an actor. You want to get in something Christmassy. You especially want a Christmas song. Yeah. Because then you just get annual revenue, don't you? Yeah, that's true, actually. And just, um, I don't know. I, I think Shrek the Halls is done with a little more care than um like any shrek tv things or that like awful puss in boots tv show that they did with netflix yeah Um, i think i think that's also why i'm a bit like "Mm." it's like shrek but like poor man's shrek but like apparently it's not because when i worked at shrek's adventure london um in the gift shop (laughs) i wrote her shrek's adventure london um, the most obvious way to do a DreamWorks world is to base an attraction on Shrek 4. Yep, that was a money-making idea that somebody had. Shrek 4, uh, Jesus. It's, it's all about, like, Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> um, and in the gift shop, they would const- they would have a TV behind the, the, like, counter. And it would be playing the, like, Shrek TV bits. And just... You know when, like, Disney Studios did, like, their own animated TV shows and the budget and the building that the animation was coming out of was, like, way worse. And it was just like, oh, God. Yeah. That's Aladdin. Um, it's kind of like that. But but for some reason, 2D animation, especially Disney 2D animation, even when it's poor man's 2D animation, still looks charming, whereas this just looked ugly. Um so yeah. I think that's what I'm scared of. I'm scared of, like, a nondescript, fake-voiced, <laughs> ugly... Understandable, because we've, we've had a lot of those, but um, yes. I really like Shrek the Halls, and um, I'm excited to get into some Christmas cheer with you. Christmas cheer! Um, so what are you drinking on this festive occasion? I'm drinking wine. Nice. I'm drinking vodka with pineapple juice. Oh, oh, how festive. Mm. Pineapple juice. <laughs> I know. Let's pretend it's cranberry. <laughs> I don't know. I'll pretend mine um, is sherry. Yes, yeah. And uh, perhaps we should get more festive in future. Yeah, maybe. We're ramping. We're ramping up. We're ramping, ramping up. Festive. Yes. So uh, you don't need to worry because this is Netflix party. Yeah, right? so, so you're going to play, play it for me. Like my little servant. <laughs> wait, wait, let me say go like, um, uh, what would I call you if you were my servant? Like, like Emily, but, um, uh, like girl? Yeah, yeah, that'll, okay. Girl! <laughs> Press play. <laughs> yes, me, Adam. Wait, where am I from? <laughs> I'm too upper class for this position. <laughs> Yes, madam. Oh, that's just rude. That's just... Um... <laughs> yeah, okay, let's stop role-playing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. There we go. Nice. You know there's only 159 days left to Christmas, so you better be... Christmas! Christmas. I don't care about Christmas. 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 There's only 51 days left to Christmas. Now you need to get your big Christmas. Christmas. Oh God, sw- marshmallow sweet potatoes. Oh, marshmallow sweet potatoes. Christmas. Christmas. Chestnuts. Chestnuts. Pudding. Mm. 
No one here gives a hoot about Christmas. Oh, Christmas. Christmas. Oh, Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> I'm literally already pouring more wine. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like that was funny. <laughs> I do forget when DreamWorks is good, it is really very good. Yeah, it's like uh, it's humor. I think tends to be better than most kids' movie creators. Yeah. Christmas. 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 Oh, Christmas. 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 Yeah, okay, I didn't realize they were going to say it this much. <laughs> They've said it, like, every ten seconds. Also, who makes sweet potatoes with marshmallows, and where can I get that recipe? I know, it sounds really good, doesn't it? It sounds delicious. It sounds like literally the greatest thing ever. Also, why hasn't Fiona made an effort to make a Christmas? I don't know. Why is it down to Shrek? This is... One thing about Gender this is that she things. does become pretty useless in Trek the Halls. And it's only so that Trek can learn the meaning of Christmas, but... Christmas! Christmas! This song is brilliant! Honestly, Donkey deserves so much better. He really does. He's a good friend. Christmas. Christmas! Christmas. Oh, the first one with, uh, Merry Christmas. All right, Merry Christmas. 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 Oh my god, I may as well not put my drink down. <laughs> Christmas. Yeah, I'm just fucking. Just waterfall. The best Christmas ever, and we're going to do it together. Yeah, these other rules aren't necessary. They've said Christmas like 200 fucking times. I love this song. What would the perfect Christmas be with Do they have a Christmas? Christmas. 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 Oh, Christmas love. <laughs> <laughs> it's so real that like poor <laughs> cats put up with so much. Oh, I feel so festive. Okay, I know you're not a party person, but unfortunately, every single one of our friends yeah. are. Unfortunately, you've made a lot of friends who. <laughs> I have no idea As about huge boundaries. extroverts. Oh my god. What is eggnog? Uh, it's like an alcoholic, I think, milky drink. I, I'm not sure. I'm down. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> 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 this happen all the time though when you go to hang out with Shrek. Yeah, get thrown out. I guess she remembers like before she was 12 or whatever. Christmas. 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 For you. Christmas. And the babies. You just don't get it. He doesn't get it. He doesn't get Christmas. Just, he never had the chance to learn because he's an ogre. I still don't get how she knows the meaning of Christmas. Like, 
And it would be cool if they didn't and their friends had to teach both of them. Yeah. But she's, like, and even that, To be honest, I would buy that she does because I know her... But, like, I don't really understand why she's so angry at him because I would think she would know, like, there are certain things that he's just trying to do for the first time and yeah. he's going to get upset unless you sit him down and be like, kind of part of the meaning of Christmas is that all your plans are going to be disrupted. Yeah. Etc. Oh, he's having a hallelujah moment. <laughs> it does kind of have the same beats as the first movie. It's even the yeah, Shrek singer. Yeah. I still don't understand why Shrek had to be is so it? mean and cranky. You know why? It's because he's fucking Shrek. You, especially when the Christmas angel. You know, I remember asking even still. Shrek didn't have to be so quiet. Pig headed. Let me out. Well, maybe I have to things. I'm an ogre, okay? Stop falling back on the fact that you're a fucking ogre. I'm sorry, you You're also rude. Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. It would mean a lot to me if you'd all come back and join us. I mean, we practically burnt the house down, but yeah. <laughs> Shrek the halls with puss and donkey. Fa la 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 la. <laughs> You'd have thought this would have made it to some sort of charts. Maybe it did, although I don't, re I don't remember it being released or anything. No. <laughs> I love the wolf. Yeah. There you go, that was lovely. Um, that may be because I'm very drunk, because they say oh, Christmas so every drunk. 10 seconds. Every oh my 10 god, it was, was only... half an hour. Not even, it was, it was like, it, it was like 25 minutes, and I, I've gotten through like three glasses of wine because of how often they say Christmas. I was wrong. Like you don't need to add any seconds. rules. Just drink you for Christmas. Rules. And I refuse to finish my drink now that the movie has ended. Yeah, like, I can't. <laughs> like, nah. Um, and so it may be because I am drunk, but it was charming. It was funny. It was charming. And it, it had lots funny. of different types of humour in it, and it was never too heavy on certain things. It was very in the vein of DreamWorks. I think the overarching thing is is fair enough to get away with you know the minute he started being like you should be a sniper because i'm an idiot and you think like okay we're now on shrek like four yeah like, yeah i like, think you've had time been through to... this tale so many like that's the one thing i'll say about the shrek movies no one learns their lessons and they just go back to square one every yeah. single time well um, i mean i think from shrek one to shrek two it's quite a good uh, like he, it's a journey. Yeah. Um, but yes, then agreed. Then it becomes just not communicating. Um, mm. And it's the same again with this. But, I mean, come on, it works. And, like, what a great cast of characters we have. Like, how great to just think, like, when they made Shrek 1, they were putting in little jokes of characters. And now, like, They've the three pigs out. and Pinocchio, we know exactly. Like, when Pinocchio's pinning up the... Um, uh, yeah, the <laughs> like sort of fishnet stocking. fishnet stocking up, and you're like, well, I know that's because we've established that he likes wearing uh, women's undergarments and socks. So, <laughs> and like, they made the pigs in blanket joke again, which they make in Shrek too. But um, I actually really like funny. the way they do that joke. But, so yeah, we are pigs, yeah, yeah, pigs yeah. in blankets. So this is funny, so this yeah. Is funny. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Funny. That's good. Um, also, I'm always surprised by how well um, Puss fits in to that group. 
because yeah. he's he was like a new character in two and mm. I don't think any other characters from two have like lasted as a like oh yes it's always been Shrek Puss and Donkey yeah because it hasn't but it's it true it's in. really it's really really good I think yeah as we sort of said Fiona suffers yeah. and she has sort of suffered since Shrek 1 well the thing honest. is what's a shame is that Shrek 4 I think trying to put more onus on her and a lot more of the story is about her in Shrek 4 but it's just not a very good movie yeah that's a, it's that's not a as a result of focusing on her but it just wasn't very funny yeah I think we were a bit tired by that point. Yeah. But it's such a shame because Shrek 3, she doesn't get to... Do, well, actually, I tell a lie. She gets she has some really sort of good stuff in it. And she's, like, pregnant, isn't she? Which is quite notably yeah. And you get... And in fairness, you get a lot of... Like, there are a lot more in Shrek 3 the different female characters doing different things. Like, you I get all the princesses. I always found it forgettable. Like, the only reason I even remember it is because there was a meme on reddit the other day where it was the scene of the princesses like going into battle or something and they were like this is where feminism was born or something and i was like oh yeah all the princesses are in shrek 3 i I remember that now i've always had Um, a slightly unpopular opinion that i think shrek 3 is pretty good like it's funny um i literally think i've seen it once i'm not even gonna lie yeah i would i would recommend watching it again because um, it should be good. You've got Justin Timberlake, which I was always just nerding out. Like, oh, in the second movie, he's Sir Justin on her four-poster bed, and now he's, like, playing a character. Like, it's a Yeah, I like that. Um, and playing Arthur, which is a really cool idea to have, with Eric fucking Idol as Merlin, which should be the best thing ever. Uh, you've got all of the princesses having their things, subverting things before Wreck-It Ralph 2 came along. So, again, that should have been really fun. Um, One of my favourite things... I can't things... even tell you who the villain is. I don't know. Um, it's... Oh, isn't it Prince Charming? Y- yeah, again, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, he wants to uh, kill or marry Fiona or something. But, yeah, and they're trying to get rid of Archie. Kill Shag, marry. Yeah. <laughs> One of the two. Whatever he can get. Um, yeah, and but it's got Merlin in it. And it's just like... It is pretty bloody funny. and um, It's harmless, I imagine. I really like it. Like, I think it's got really good scenes. Um, it, one particular thing that really stands out to me, even though it's really minor, is, like, because you were talking about things that, like, recall, you know, how Justin Timberlake's playing a character when he was mentioned in the second film. And uh, there's a character, like a high school jock guy, called Lancelot in it. And nice. the car park or the carriage park in Shrek 1 is called Lancelot. Oh, so there was this online discussion of like, so did... Family did, name. Or did Dulac like name their car park after high schoolers? <laughs> or did Lancelot's parents name him after a car park? Car park. <laughs> One it's of the so two. True, I guess when you've tried to establish this joke universe playing on medieval stuff, you then can't kind of... <laughs> Just be like, whatever, this is a thing now. Yeah. People are going to be like, um, excuse me. I think that makes it better, if anything. Like, I'm fully committed well, to... to... Be fair. <laughs> That's a lot. Maybe he was conceived there, or birthed there. Yeah. In that car park. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably it, we've cracked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's like how all these years I've been like, Pirates of the Caribbean 2 and 3 are rubbish because... Pirates of the Caribbean 1 is so good. Is so perfect. However, compared to a lot of other things, and within its own merit, Pirates of the Caribbean 2 especially, and elements of 3, are really good. And how funny, because I remember having this discussion with you, and I've always maintained, like, 2 is good! I don't know what everyone's talking about. 2 is great. 2 is a brilliant movie, (laughs) and it took me years. I'd be like, you don't know what you're talking about. And then gradually... I think I've come to like, actually, she has a point. She, it's valid. Yes. And it's the same with Shrek 3 because, yeah, next up, because Shrek we 3. had, they topped themselves with Shrek 2. They absolutely topped them. Like, one of the greatest movies ever made. I'm going to put it out there. Like, genuinely one of the greatest family movies ever, ever made. Um, 
And so to then go into Shrek 3, I think the bar had been so high that they couldn't ever have topped it. And Absolutely. they still gave us it, a it, decent yeah, movie. It's a fully decent movie and it's funny. It's by no means Shrek 2 because Shrek 2 is like better than Titanic. Literally so. lightning a bottle. Like, <laughs> move aside, Citizen Kane. <laughs> like, here comes Shrek 2. It genuinely, though, is so bloody good. It really is. Um, and so, yeah, and I think we all came into Shrek 3 just a bit like, you could have called it a day. You could have lived off your Shrek 2 royalties for the rest of your life, Katzenberg. But here, here we all are. Um, what are you going to do for us? And he's like, well, I've got Justin Timberlake as a young King Arthur. And we were like, mm, all right. It's no, you know. I guess. So in-laws. Yeah, so. it's no fairy godmother because singing I Need a Hero, is it? The so. greatest adaptation of a song ever. And um, the greatest, like, fight climax. storming a castle scene set to that song. <laughs> and then there's that bit when it gets quiet and Puss is like, no, I must avenge. Today I avenge my debt. And then, yeah, it does the Spanish swell of the music. Oh, so fucking good. This isn't going to be usable at all because we've just been talking over each other. But that's how good Shrek 2 is. <laughs> and so, yeah, and I think as well, I remember going into Shrek 3 and being like, I was so pleased that they'd gone down a completely different route. They'd gone meet the parents instead of let's have children. Yeah. Which is always the sequel. Yeah. They, the sequel is always the fucking kids. So then Shrek 3... Now, it fell into credit, that trap, yeah. She is pregnant. It's not Little Mermaid 2 where it opens and the child is already like 12. Yeah. Um, she is pregnant throughout, which you don't really get to see. The first pregnant character didn't appear in Disney until 2000 and whenever The Emperor's New Groove came out. And I don't think we've actually seen one since. But um, So it was cooler than, from what I recall, she's pregnant throughout most of the movie. Yeah, and actually fights um, while pregnant. As do all her, and I love all her friends joining together to help her. You get that awesome bit of Snow White doing the (laughs) something thing and then going, (laughs) and like all the birds attack. Sorry, this this is just going to quickly turn into me quoting every moment from certain Shrek movies ever. But either way. It's it's kind of inevitable because like. Shrek is love. Shrek is life. Shrek is love. Shrek is life. Without all, don't think about all the creepy stuff that came before that <laughs> in that meme. That. Just think about that sentence. I mean, it changed the world, didn't it? It did. It changed how we do children's cartoons. And I think Shrek the Halls is kind of like, it's quite good. It's like up there with the others. It kind of stands its own ground. I know it's a little, it obviously, like, Obviously, the I'm an ogre, therefore I'm mean and I'm sorry thing is overused. But at least in the movies, it's a little more like, I have time to work through this. Whereas obviously being a 25 minute short, it's like, guys, I know I've not had any time to think about this, but I'm immediately (laughs) sorry. And it's because I'm a sad ogre. I'm an ogre. Yeah. End of movie. (laughs) And Donkey's like, I forgot that you were an ogre and now I am sad for you. The end. Um, <laughs> which is is fine. It's completely forgivable. I think it's 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 clever and it's funny and it's cute. I'm fully up for I think it's good. I it's watch good. it most Christmases. It's fun, it's short, it's got like because it's cut up into so many different short stories, it's like even if there's one you don't find particularly funny, it's really just about enjoying the like how fast paced everything is, and then two seconds it's later very you'll get um, a different joke. And like it, I love that they, well, uh, like I don't find that joke funny where the turkey stands up and dances. And I think you said it's the most dreamworksy joke there is. It's very Madagascar-y, and I like Madagascar, yeah. but it's that like random type yeah. joke. <laughs> but they do it for one line, and then they cut away, and then Puss in Boots is like, "That's not what happens. Here's my story." Yeah. Here's a whole different t- style of comedy if you didn't like that last one. And it just goes yeah. on like that. Which is, you know, a- admirable and interesting. And I think I think it w- if it was longer, you could criticise it for its insistence on trying to cram as many notable, you know, Phantom Menace syndrome where it's like, appeal to everyone. Yeah. But I don't think it is doing that. I think it's taking the characters that it has and using them with their appropriate things of humour. Like... Puss in Boots is like, well, it needs to be Spanish and it needs to be cat-y. Yeah. And they nailed it. Donkeys needed to be about food. Um, 
and then Jinji <laughs> needs the nightmare <laughs> sequence. All of his, have you noticed, every time he's in the movie, it's like a horrific, like in the yes. first one he's being tortured <laughs> and like having bits of him torn off. And then um, in the, and he like one of his legs comes up. Like, yeah. monster in the second one and he's like, no, no, no. Like, Leave it behind. Good. <laughs> I can't remember what happens um, in Shrek 3, but I'm sure he gets something awful happen to him. Sure, yeah, Because you, you said when we were watching it, like, oh, wouldn't that be scary to kids? And I think mostly yes, but any kid who's seen Shrek is so, like, desensitised now to Gingy being tortured. that <laughs> being it's, tragic. They're like, ha, his girlfriend died. <laughs> like, that's just how it's going to be because, you know, he just has a terrible like, life. I don't know. I think as a child I might have interpreted that as, like, my cookies have feelings and if I leave one out for Santa I've killed a person's beloved I don't know yeah I can definitely see that um I mean oh god that would stop a kid from ever eating any food but um you know it's the same way I mean Toy Story told us all that our toys were sad when you left them in a cupboard for too long and I still feel guilt over it and I don't think it's (laughs) I actually think we never it, got over that. Yeah, I think it was fine. But you know, I think that's a part of growing up. You just you get like these cartoons put immeasurable guilt on you about stuff you can't control, and you just live with it, and that's life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for kids. <laughs> and then we can add trick the halls to that group of cartoons that just teach us awful life lessons. You're right. It it it's sped by because of the pacing and because of its constant like whoosh 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 now we're doing something different now we're doing something different now we're doing something different um so we can blame that entirely for kids lack of patience these days uh, i guess when, when, and those, i think it everything also, is like Baz Luhrmann. if i'm honest it probably speaks to a lack of like confidence in the plot because it's not a deep plot but yeah. like i'm totally fine with it for the sake of a christmas special because i'm but like, like yeah just get christmas some special. jokes in make yeah. it feel a bit festive have them all Done. be happy in the end lovely That's- Almost definitely play what the meeting Christmas in the wrapping was. by the waitresses again. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, we need Antonio Banderas and Eddie Murphy and all those people in to just record a, a little bit at the end. It's going to be Shrek the halls with blah blah blah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Good. Tick tick tick. <laughs> now send it off. Cut to print. Yeah. No, I think I think it was valid. I think it was. I I, I had very low expectations. And it it really came through in a way that only Shrek can. Um, yeah. So well done, DreamWorks Studio. I do think the um, I meant to say at the very beginning the whole like um, the DreamWorks Studio is 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 fascinating, and I, I won't go into its history now. Um, but Won't be very I do Christmassy. think that they <laughs> wasn't very Christmassy. That wasn't very Christmassy. <laughs> um, I I yeah I think. Uh, when You Wish Upon a Star is hardcore Disney and whilst it became a thing in Pinocchio in the 40s the like third movie Disney ever did that was full length animation it became a staple and it is the song of the Disney company now it is and it isn't because a child might watch Tangled for the first time and have hear that motif of When You Wish Upon a Star as as the castle goes across and not know that it's necessarily from Pinocchio. But they know it's Disney. I don't know if it's better or worse, but immediately DreamWorks, well not immediately because it wasn't until Shrek in 2001 and it had done a few movies before that, that DreamWorks got their ah, ah, that they play at the beginning of every one of their movies now, which I think is undeniably oh, Shrek. interesting. But also very DreamWorks. You know what you're doing. Do they not do that for, because Road to El Dorado has a very similar. It has a Spanishy version of that. But so I guess I wonder... it's not exactly those notes. I guess no, they were just playing think... with doing a riff that does like sort of portrays what the movie's going to be like. And yeah. now it's always the Shrek tune. The Shrek one, and I wonder if. It always was the opening, and then they turned it into Fiona's song. 
Maybe. Or, I mean, that know, would I have been smart. Way. If they'd been like, this is a good movie, what do we have the woman hum in the hilarious scene Brilliant. Brilliant. where she kills Inspired. a bird? Then, like, it would be that, wouldn't it? Because yeah. you'd be like, finally, we're going to turn this into a big motif. I mean, I don't know if that's what they did. I'm just interesting that would I have would, been. I would have to look smart. into it. But it's, 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 I think they really. Considering it's such a young studio compared to Walt Disney and Walt Disney's Wish Upon a Star is so intrinsically tied in with the Disney brand, I think it's very clever that DreamWorks were able to conjure up their own motif so quickly and successfully that when you hear that, you think DreamWorks and you think Shrek. And everybody does. And it's smart because Shrek was a great movie. I was trying to Google it really quickly. (laughs) Ah, <laughs> oh, there you go. The song Fiona sings to the bird is actually just the fairy tale theme composed by John Powell for the Shrek film score, which also plays at the start of the film as Shrek reads the book. It's not the DreamWorks theme, it's just a reoccurring theme of the film. Oh, well, there you go then. So oh. now they're just getting it out there more. I was really excited I by... Feel... Yeah, I feel like they play it all the time. Maybe they just play it at the beginning of Shrek movies. In fairness, that was just someone's opinion on Quora, so I'll do it. Oh, Quora, where did you come from and why are you answering all of my questions all of a sudden? Yeah. It's just it's just randomers as well. It's like I yeah. could come in and go, no, actually, <laughs> it was written in 8 BC and, they, yeah. and that would be there like for Jesus everyone to read. <laughs> yeah, these people don't know, but they're going to have a whole forum <laughs> discussion about it. Come on, nice. just tell me if the motif... I mean, I could watch this eight minute long video but i'm not going to so now we'll save that for i don't know one day i'm gonna do a deep dive into streamworks but yeah sounds good you can solve these problems then (laughs) so we've ended i'm sure you'll cut this but if not we've ended on we don't know we don't know we don't know um oh i just it oh i'm so festive now oh (laughs) great well let's let's get some eggnog on man let's continue the party Never had eggnog. I don't, I don't I even fully understand what some. it is. No, I, it sounds it horrible. It sounds great. It sounds, because of the amount of movies I've seen where people are like, you can't have Christmas without eggnog. I'm like, mmm, sounds Christmassy. All right. And like, do, tastes in my mouth kind of creamy. Does, like, the, does this do it for you? Okay, eggnog, uh. also known as milk punch or egg Ooh. milk punch. <laughs> It doesn't still sound appealing. Milk punch in. Still sound appealing. Okay. Yes. It's a rich, chilled, sweetened, dairy-based beverage made with milk, cream, sugar, whipped egg whites, egg yolks, and distilled spirits. Liquid alcoholic meringue is what you've just told me. That sounds disgusting. No, that sounds like in my mouth. That sounds like what people drink to like punish themselves when they're trying to like gain muscle. Plus a shot of brandy. (laughs) And like, I'll have the brandy, but why did you need to add egg to it? It feels so no, because like egg. It will curdle. It will no and egg yolk. I don't know why it says egg egg it says whipped egg whites and egg yolks. Which is absurd because you think they'd say whipped eggs, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> milk, cream, them. sugar, whipped egg whites, egg yolks, and so distilled like pancake, spirits. Pancake mix, minus that the you flour, drink, that you add, add the brandy, brandy to, <laughs> and drink <laughs> and it. Chug it, and that's you're up for that. Perhaps right? that I can totally see how that came into fruition, where someone one morning was like, "Oh no, we've got no flour for the pancakes. What? I've already made it." Just put some brandy in it. Put some brandy in it and drink it, man. Who even fucking cares anymore? <laughs> like, that was created by someone having a breakdown. And then <laughs> it just happened to be amazing and everyone's having it. That doesn't sound safe, to be fair. But then, if you're putting alcohol with it, alcohol, like, cauterizes <laughs> wounds, right? So it's not... Cauterizes? <laughs> yeah! You know I mean? Yeah, just pour it. Like, a bottle It'll of vodka, you don't need any medical care. <laughs> They do in the movie. I mean, I uh, too. Yeah, like, she pours wine on it, which wine. you're like, oh, that's like it's got so much sugar and grape and all this other stuff. It's not like a vodka. Um, like that has a lot of shit in it that's not going to. <laughs> it's not going to. It'll help be all sticky and oh god, and they immediately bandage it, and it's like, oh, you're leaving it there to mold. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> you just killed him. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Um, 
Yeah, anyway, yeah, so let's crack charming. out the festive... Well, I, w- I won't be having any eggnog because it sounds disgusting, uh, but I'll... Um... I would still like to try some, but okay, I'll... I'll, I'll yeah, that's fine. How about that. some Baileys? This is the thing, when you started saying, like, a milky alcoholic beverage, it I was sounds like, like Baileys, do yeah. you mean Baileys? We can do that Which thing they do delicious. in the adverts where we go outside and crack an icicle off the side of our house and put it in the Baileys drink as our ice. Nice. Hardcore. Hardcore. Yeah, I mean, uh, should we give like a festive out of five? Festive Ooh, five? Festive five. Festive out of 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 five. Are you rating it out of five? Are you rating it out of five? This is freak. Freak everyone out. As that song does for everyone. I freaking love that song. I, I love it's pumped. my it's one of my favourite Christmas songs, but it's fucking <laughs> so have you ever had it come on the radio? Well actually no, you don't drive, do you? But driving oh, when that imagine. comes on, it's fucking terrifying and you suddenly feel you're being like pursued by a monster <laughs> and like suddenly you can't control the car properly because it's like yeah, <laughs> the sheer panic that hits you. Um but yeah, it's I a beautiful love song. It. <laughs> Um, I think sort of depends what I'm comparing it to. It's still not The Snowman, which is a work of art, but it right. is very good. Okay, but oh, I don't want to start an argument here right before that. Let's so, go. okay, Snowman, yeah, yeah, sure. It's a beautifully illustrated, yep. a very dramatic tale, yep. but it's sad. And who the <laughs> yeah. fuck wants that at Christmas? Sometimes Shrek didn't make me come to terms with loss. Well, Shrek did The most famous Christmas story does every year. Every Christmas we have to be confronted with fucking Ebenezer Scrooge's untimely and tragic death where everybody fucking hates him. He, he doesn't we actually to... die though. But we have to be faced with his death. We no. have to we have to live through it. No, I'm sorry. Losing the snowman is not akin to like Ebenezer Scrooge realizing he's going to die one day, which I know we said before is absolutely idiotic. It's the one place where you're like, Scrooge, oh my god, like how you did you did not realize <laughs> this was inevitable? You're not immortal. Um, but yeah, that's not the same because that's a happy ending. He fucking runs no. through the streets being like, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Kermit, Merry Christmas, Miss Piggy. <laughs> Pretty sure that's how it happens in the Dickens one, right? Except it's Michael Caine, so it's more like, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry I'm Michael Caine. Bloody Christmas, Merry Bloody Christmas. <laughs> Considering we're both English, we can't do his accent. I know, right? I, I get further and further away from it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, Christmas Carol's a happy story. I feel you. It's, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's very sad. And now I'm actually thinking about it, it, it ends on that, like, he picks the scarf up and the snowman's gone. And then the credits just roll. And you're like, oh, fucking great, thanks. Like... <laughs> Honestly, what a shit God, story it's, to make it's into. It's so sad. And, I'm just suddenly remembering it. It's so sad. And Emily, have you ever seen The Snow Dog? The one I who... refuse to see The Snow Dog. That can fuck off on so many layers. Seriously, it's like The Snowman, but they start with the dog dying <laughs> and end with the... <laughs> no. <laughs> and Double yes, death. he gets a new puppy, but you're like, well, that's not the fucking wow. old dog or the magical dog, is it? Like, I'm yeah. sure he's great, but if your solution to the grief that you've put us through is, there's a new puppy, you're like, that's not how it works, mate. Like, you can't just replace it's, people. God, that's the equivalent of it opening with the snowman opening with his, like, granddad dying. And then we're meant to assume that this magical snowman is, like, like Michael Keaton style, his granddad, and then he dies again. And yeah, then be- his mum comes <laughs> and goes, Look, we got you a new granddad. <laughs> and it's a man off the street. And you're like, What? <laughs> you got any eggnog? <laughs> a dark, dark tale. Um, so yeah, um, you know what? I'm going to be bold. Shrek the Horse is better than the snowman because wow. the snowman is fucking depressing. It's so sad. 
It's so sad. He has such a wonderful time and then he has to go through such loss. And we don't even get to see him deal with his grief. We just have to move on. And the soundtrack is so like... Da, da. And you're like, oh, Merry Christmas, one and all. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Snowmen don't last, and I know they don't, but like, you don't need to chop that down bed. my throat. <laughs> like, like, the amount of times I must have watched that as a child and been like, so unhappy at the end of it, and then it would have just been like, well, off to bed, you pop, sweet dreams. And it's like, fucking Snowman's dead. Awful. We just had a magical night of adventure. Yeah. And now he's, and now dead. he's gone forever. <laughs> and even if I were to make a new one it wouldn't be the same no I love it though yeah so yeah Shrek the Hall's pretty good five stars how should we wrap these ones up how should we wrap Drunk Christmas up um we've been drinking and you've been listening seasons <sighs> seasons drinkings no hold on I've come up with better ones than this. I had my whole, you know, I was going through my work notebook and I found a page that was full of me trying to think of puns for your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like where I'd just been like, okay, winter, wankerland, uh, seasons, like seasons, shotting, vodkas. <laughs> like, uh, what was the ones I, I need to find it. Um, I think you came up with I'm Dreaming of a Drunk Christmas, which is kind of what... No, I am much better. I'm going to go back and find them, mate, because you're, you're, you're... I did a lot of hard work for you. So I found the conversation we had where we first talked nice. about doing this. Um, I'm just going <laughs> to cherry pick some bits that I really enjoyed rereading. So first off, one of your first suggestions was Two Girls, Several Bottles. <laughs> To which I said, Christ, no! <laughs> and you said you were being sick in your mouth as you speak. Um, I suggested Sherry Christmas, season screenings, nice. season screenings, there we go, that's not nice. bad. Um, wine to Wonderland. Nice, nice. That's pretty good. Um, Bit of a written pun, but... Uh, yeah. Like... And then... I, this was the bit that I really remember very clearly. I said to you, I like, I can't, for some reason, I just cannot, like, no matter what pun I try to think of, my brain keeps saying the feature film and the Holy Ghost, and it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, it literally doesn't, re like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not make referencing any anything. It's just like, <laughs> I seem obsessed. And I love then that your, your literal, like, brain was like, come on, something new, and it's like, no, no. I think you should really consider the feature film. <laughs> I get it. I get where your brain was, but yeah, you needed it, was... it to just come this way a bit. Yeah, you were like, stop doing that. And my brain would just be like, no, 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 wait a minute. No, no, though. no, no. Because I don't think you heard me. The feature <laughs> film on the Holy Ghost is like, no, I heard it. It's shit. Stop saying that. <laughs> oh, you didn't do this. I said you should refer to yourself as the host of Christmas Past. Oh, yeah. Getting into the Christmas spirit. I'm dreaming of a wine Christmas. Wine Christmas. Drinking home for Christmas. <laughs> that was <whole laughs> shit. Each eat, eat, drink and watch telly. <laughs> oh, and then I kept obsessing over that that we have to find a way that making spirits bright must somehow buy into drinking vodka, right? Surely. Yes, yes. Spirits and spirits. Spirits and spirits, I think. Yeah, sorry, I knew we were just watching Shrek the Halls, but I just want to do your marketing meeting real quick. Uh, so, <laughs> Emily, I feel sad. we need more puns. And uh... <laughs> What are you then, if I'm the host of Christmas Past? Because you're joining me for all of them. So are we the hosts of Christmas Past? Or like, am I the host of Christmas Past and you're the host of Christmas yet to come? But the thing is, it's past because they're, you're a movie. Nostalgic, you're a nostalgia yeah. movie thing. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I'm your host of Christmas Pass. <laughs> this is Flo. And. <laughs> <laughs> We've been your hosts of Christmas Pass. Thank you for joining us for our drunk Christmas. Bye! Bye! Yeah, let's say bye. Okay. Bye! Bye! Thanks for listening. 
If you enjoyed the episode, the best thing you can do is head to Apple and leave a review. You can find Why This Film across social media on Instagram at Why This Film Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Why This Film Pod and slash or like me on Facebook at Why This Film Podcast. You can support the podcast at www.patreon.com forward slash Why This Film Podcast, where you have early access to episodes as well as bonus material. And you can find episodes, weekly reviews, and more at whythisfilmpodcast.co.uk. Now go back and have a shot every time I say podcast. Hi, Scarlett. Hi, Dave. We've got to convince the wonderful people of this world why they should listen to our new podcast. Okay. So, what exciting things can people expect from us? Well, they can expect witty anecdotes. I was about to pick up the broken bottle and like, on guard. A wild boomer appeared. David (laughs) used shock. Exclusive insight into the acting industry. I played Hitler's valet and I handed him a plate of milk and cookies. She started on Hollyoaks. Why don't you give them a call? They'd love you. And of course, intelligent conversation. We're talking about having a weird crush on Colin Firth and suddenly you're shagging a Greg's pasty. My life's exciting. What can I say? I think that'll about do it. So grab some drinks and come join me, Scarlett Bryant. And me, David McCulloch. For our brand new podcast series, Two Actors Walk Into a Bar. I think that's enough to convince them. Cheers! Cheers. Right then, folks. What'll it be? A tomato juice and Worcestershire sauce... A packet of salted nuts and a subscription to two actors walk into a bar podcast. Why This Film Podcast has a Patreon. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it easy for artists and creators to get paid. Head to patreon.com forward slash why this film podcast and you can select a tier. For £3 a month, you can join Camelot and enjoy early access to episodes, including seasons one to three. You'll get to vote in polls and get a personal shout out on the pod. For £5 a month, you can join Fern Gully with instant access to everything from Camelot. Fern Gully members can also enjoy bonus content, live episode voting power, plus access to monthly movie night. Grab your popcorn and a drink of your choice as we pyjama up and watch a movie together remotely. And for £10 a month, you can join the Enchanted Forest, where on top of everything from Camelot and Fern Gully, you can be part of a live episode where we all discuss a movie chosen by you. And if you're not into 80s and 90s animated tiers, you can skip all that and make a custom pledge of an amount that suits you. Or you can head over to co-fi.com forward slash why this film podcast and buy me a coffee with a one-off payment. We will be adding hot chocolate to that coffee and probably cream and marshmallows and sprinkles, but you don't need to worry about that. Thank you to all who donate and thanks to my patron David for supporting this episode on Patreon. Why this film podcast is my happy place. I love chatting to guests and revisiting long lost movies and I hope you do too.